Mike's Daily Podcast. The only thing I like about this ESPN channel, and I hate sports, is their coast to coast or whatever the show is on at 5.50 in the morning. I like the fact that they're shooting it or broadcasting it from a studio with a huge glass background. And the background is like a river somewhere. Mike's Daily Podcast. I don't know. Maybe they're in New York or Chicago or something. But I love TV shows like talk shows. Mike's Daily Podcast. Where they have the background, something that's actually happening right there. Like on C-SPAN, they have this Washington Journal show. And let me tell you, man, the background. I miss C-SPAN. Why isn't it on our TV? Here at Cafe Anyway, and I say this to thee, that, yes, I like the background. Mike's Daily Podcast. Oh, I know what's going on. That's odd. Okay, hold on. Let me just press this button. Mike's. Ah, oh, much better. Daily. Something was happening. Podcast. In my headphones here at yeah. Cafe Anyway. Which you should never, ever, ever, if you're doing any kind of podcast or broadcasting show, bring up technical things that your listener doesn't care about, Cafe Anyway. Anyway. But I love those shows where the background is something something actually there in their location. For example, back in the day, Ryan Seacrest was trying to take on Oprah and trying to be the next big afternoon TV star. Now he is... With Kelly Ripa Took that over But for a while He was trying to do his own show Live from Hollywood And they shot it from Somewhere on top It used to be called The Kodak Theater I forget what they call it now But he was up there And overlooking The I think it's Is it the 101 Or the 405 Or 5 Or something that goes up Through to Hollywood Bowl So you see some of the Hollywood Hills in the background And the Hollywood sign Way off in the background and I thought that was brilliant, even though a show is crap. But the, I love that, the location thing where you see. And C-SPAN, with their Washington Journal show, also has the great background of the states of the, of the country's capital in the background. The capital building, the dome, and etc. The thing that you had to build back in grade school. And that was annoying, wasn't it? How the heck? No, I didn't have a parent that helped me with the homework. You parents that help your kids with homework. How dare you? That just is the... And here's today's podcast picture. Now, that's been going on for a while. I know friends of mine who have had who had kids that are now... The kids are grown. They're in college. I remember hearing about them 10, 20 years back going, Yeah. Yeah, I helped my kid with the homework. No! My mom never, ever helped me with homework. Ever. My dad would just laugh at me if I asked him. You got to do stuff on your own in the end. You got to figure it out on your own. Good God. People, that, that's why eh, the generations that shall precede us are going to be so dumb. You, if you're listening and you're a millennial or Gen Z or whatever you're identifying your generation as, identify as the big keyword these days. I, I self-identify as the I don't give a crap generation Don't pigeonhole me generation Don't identify me generation Don't even say generation about my generation I'm talking about my generation People all try to put us down 
But the thing is that they each generation gets more and more coddled and more and more entitled until they're, they're this country... <laughs> They won't have a country. They're going to look around one day and go, oh, crap. I remember back in the day, I had things like cell phones, smartphones, free internet. Oh, oh wait, that's even going, the free internet. Well, the you know what I'm trying to say. So I'm telling a parents today that are all listening to the show, I know. Make your kids work. Make them work hard to learn things. I had to. It was not comfortable. It was not fun. But in the end, when I did my work and I turned it in, and let's say I got a C on it, at least I knew I did it and it was me. And maybe that grade is a reflection of me. But at least I'm trying. At least I know that I need to try harder or learn or take a, you know, get a tutor or something. I needed help if it was C or below. B, I'm fine with. I think I may have graduated college with C's. But the fact is, I did it by myself. I did it on my own. And back then, I did it without the help of the internet. Well, it was around, but it wasn't that accessible. And it was kind of... Computers were big. I love the backgrounds, is what I'm saying. Backgrounds are awesome. Where you get that view when they're filming. Okay, there's a local Fox affiliate that films... I keep saying film, but film's not involved. They broadcast. They're they're sending the visual images right live. The live shows is what I'm saying. And the background for this Fox morning show, news show, is Alameda. Yeah, you're basically seeing Alameda. It's It's done down in Jack London Square. And I love that area. And it's it's gone through. It's, boy, about 10 years ago. Pretty bad. It's still not 100% yet, but it's a lot better. And the view from this morning show is this. Now, some days, apparently, it, the weather's really bad, and they pull this thing down behind them, this kind of, where, where they're able to do their magic on the video technical side and make it look like they have a background of some kind other than what the ba- but I love I love shows that do that oh so so this ESPN show which oh my god for as long as I've been talking and doing the show they've been in commercials that's why TV sucks but they're on some river so that's very awesome so at some point I am going to not be doing early mornings I will not be up at 4 o'clock in the morning anymore it is 557. Uh, oh, hey, Basil. And, and I might have somebody f- replacing me. But the funny thing is, he is also younger. Basil, not so much. But yes, he's younger. And so apparently, I don't know if this is a thing. I talked to HR recently and they were telling me, yeah, you millennials don't really know some of them don't have they don't hold on to their social security cards or they don't have a birth certificate or yeah like stuff you needed it was absolute like you hold on to the social security guard a card like it's your life that doesn't happen oh no that got lost 10 years ago it's gone oh no don't worry about that that's uh yeah no no it, it it's a it's amazing how that's gone by the wayside so um, to the millennial that might be replacing my early morning shift 
had to go and scramble around and ha find like a birth certificate and stuff. But I was telling my lovely lady friend about this, who's a little bit younger than me, but she goes, oh my God, really? Back in the day, you, you needed that stuff. That was like a passport, a birth certificate, a social security card, a driver's license. So maybe there's more to this whole, hey, uh, people, you know, saying, hey, voter fraud, voter ID. Maybe I, I, I see what's, what's happening here is Democrats want everyone to vote. Republicans want everyone to vote, but they don't want certain people in the population to vote. That's the, that's the understanding anyway. But uh, also, there's this whole voter ID. You also want the... I believe both parties want the elections to be fair. So that's why you do need an ID of some sort in order to vote, to prove you're, you're, you're an actual American citizen. Otherwise, we have crazy elections. And uh, votes are not legit to quit. I'll quit this topic in just a moment. But as we go outside of Cafe Anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley, and I still will say hi to the Cafe Anyway characters in a moment. It is interesting that from what I've seen in my trying to hire someone, that the ID situation, people are so lax on ID, caring about having an ID. They don't care anymore. And the fact is, it's really, really, really important. You need to identify, you need to have an identity. That's the bottom line. You may not want to identify with anything, but you got to have an identity. Oh, but I don't want to exist. Well, there's that issue. Don't do suicide. Don't take yourself out of existence. Live off the grid. Move into the mountains. Saw a lot of those people when I was in Mendocino. People with really scraggly hair, young people, living in the off the grid cabins and whatnot. Okay, I'm now I'm whoo. I got way over here. So another interesting identity is women fighting for rights, yet there is a fight going on between the women fighting for rights. There is a fight within the movement. And there is a lot of women's movements, marches going on this weekend. And in the latest podcast called The Daily from the New York Times, they discuss this about how the big movement, women's movement, uh, move on or march on uh, Washington, D.C. thing that happens around this time of year. It's been doing it for the past three years since Trump's been elected, Has is having fights within because you have... The people that are that are 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 not white that are saying, "Hey, we need to run this movement," because white people, white women, typically that have been running this movement, which they they go into the whole history of it. Apparently, there's been issues in the past where the like at at, at one point there was a lot of white women that were running the movement and they were marginalizing everybody else so uh women of color have been stepping up and saying no we need to run this movement and then this lady who's jewish said no i need to i started the movement i you know, so anyway it's going back and forth and back and forth and, and into issues race issues and stuff that i did not go to enough classes in college to understand i did take one actually i took one <laughs> i took 
a black studies class, I think it was called, and it was, I was the only white guy in it, and I was doing it just because I didn't actually sign up for the class. I just, what is it, crashed it? I wanted to see, I wanted to, what did they talk about in this class? And ooh, it got heated, and ooh, white people were being talked bad about in a big way, and I was, you know, okay. Yes, my history books have been whitewashed, true, but it's getting, I think I need to, I felt in, uncomfortable, let's just say. I did go, though, for I think two or three classes. It was very interesting. This is back in the day when I was in college doing, at UCSB, doing community college with, with and running into often, not, I didn't actually do a show with him, but I would see him often, Sean Hannity. That's where he got his start, was in Santa Barbara. Yes, lefty, hippie Santa Barbara, California, is where Sean Hannity came from. Sean Hannity, the scourge. The scourge of the left, the Mr. Conservative Fox News dude, came from Santa Barbara. And I used to talk to him back in the day. This is, of course, like 90, I think it was, 1990. All right, I had a bunch of notes. I can't get to them today because there was just too much show today. Oh, and then Pelosi. She can't, so she can't go to Afghanistan. And Trump basically said, no, I'm not giving you the military detail to protect you to go to Afghanistan. Because of this government shutdown, you need to work on this. But there are commercial flights available. That's what he said. Wrong. I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. You've got commercial flights you can take. Feel free. So Pelosi, the bus turned around. She got off and it was like, ugh. This Trump. Trumpity Trump. So, now, that goes on. That was the latest big thing. And I remember there was an Irish father of a, someone I went to high school with. This old Irish guy. And I remember him talking to me going, oh, I hate Nancy Pelosi. If, he, if she was in Ireland, dude, I would blow her up with one of them Irish bombs they blow up the bosses with. So, I bet he... He's not around anymore, unfortunately. But I bet if he was, he'd be like, yeah, send her to Afghanistan with no protection. I bet he would say something to that because he was colorful. And this show has had a lot of color and identity, and I can't identify what we talked about. But we, there are some people here. Let's say hi to them real quick. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? And here's Nilly. <laughs> It's a disgruntled field player to you what? What? Newly identifies herself as a horse. <laughs> oh, not as a kiat? Kiat? That's how the Russians say kiat. Kiat. I say it's better to get along with Russia than not. I know this because I met a Russian person once. We have a lot of Russians in the Bay Area, if you didn't know. It's interesting. All right, that's the end of the show. Thanks for, oh, one other person stopping by who's a little kooky. Oh, Mark, I make the delicious root beer. You want some? I'm gonna pour it for you right now. Oh, boy. Excellent. Okay, well, thank you for that root beer and thank you for listening to the show all week. Next show, we're going to bring you the wonderful Madame Rudevega Valentino and Bison Bentley. The podcast picture today, which I did not get to, Sorry, Ariel, you mentioned earlier that it was a podcast picture. The podcast picture today is of a restaurant that I went to with my lovely lady friend in um, Pleasanton, Livermore. 
somewhere somewhere on the border there they've developed there was all this farmland out there that they've developed as they have done in many parts of california and this interesting restaurant called snowflake yes i know some millennials are called snowflakes right God. for some reason it's snowflake and it's got like asian food i had this delicious huge cod sandwich my lovely lady friend had this interesting curry dish and then at the end this bean paste dessert of some kind oh and i also had an oreo uh, boba drink so yes all kinds of asiany things asiany that's not an adjective it think of uh, delicious foods from the world towards the east of us let's just say and that it west actually it's west of us what am i thinking why do they call it the far east oh it depends on where you are on the globe huh huh that's what it is huh huge asian population in the bay area and thank you so much i like that i like diversity and i like these interesting restaurants that we didn't have when i was in alabama or when i was younger living in southern california so that's the picture of this cool light fixture they've got this interesting light lamp thing coming out of the wall and I thought I'd take a picture of it and you can find it at mikesdailypodcast.com. Tell me what you thought of today's show. 336MM Daily. 336MM Daily. Enjoy your weekend and have a fun time with whatever you do. Stay warm because it's still the winter. Next show, it'll be Madrid Omega Valentino and Bison Bentley. And that was FF episode 1787. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.